Welcome back to All Packed Up. We now welcome on our good friend, Raven Lindsay from All Hands. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Let's clap it up. First female on the podcast. Out of how many? Besides Haley. Besides me. Uh, Out of (laughs) two. (laughs) No, no, no. Out of four or five. A handful, yeah. yeah, yeah, It counts. I'll count. Tell us a little bit about uh, All Hands and what you guys, what your guys' demo is. Yeah, sure. um, Um, All Hands Craft Cocktails. We launched earlier this year so we're definitely new kids on the block um but we make real vodka cocktails in a can and they're 10 percent abv so it's like three ounces of vodka per can um but most of it like none of us came from the spirits industry so we don't really know the playbook enough to follow it we all came from premium outdoor cpg um our founder josh was at yeti the same time as me cool and uh harassed me on linkedin and Facebook long enough for me to be like, okay, fine. Tell me what you're doing. That's awesome. you down. Um, yeah, wear <laughs> me down a little bit. And I'm, I'm so glad I'm here. It's just, um, you know, our playbook isn't spirits. So if most days I like forget I'm not an alcohol brand, which is fun. Yeah. Um, but essentially his drink of choice was um, a Tito's and Topo. And he was like, I'm tired of dragging a handle of vodka around with me on the boat or football games or whatever so he's like why can't i find a real vodka cocktail in a can that isn't skinny with fruit all over the front of it yeah, he was thoroughly. like it's not that it's yeah. like he's too proud to buy an effeminate looking drink he was just like i feel like there's not like a neutral yeah. option out there so yeah. in his like covid boredom <laughs> he built the brand and made a whole bunch of flavors and started recruiting all of us and we he got it launched by himself essentially um with a handful of his investors and Hired Dylan Schmitz to be his button pusher, yep. um, which yep. I think introduced him to Moves a bunch of folks. Moved the needle yep. for sure in the early days. And then um, Nat, my VP of creative, uh, and I started in January, and we've been trying to make it a thing for the last <laughs> 10 Let's months. Go. Hire a bunch of outdoor people. Yeah. Uh, Which like really they, irritates yeah, yeah. our sales team, I think, because they like, you have <laughs> to be from the industry to be in sales. Yeah. And they'll tell us something. We're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> do what? We have to do what? Are you Like, what's language. illegal? We yeah. can't yeah. say what? Um, yeah. Awesome. yeah. So there's definitely some like language barriers between yeah. sales and marketing, but we've come to a good place of like, what got us here won't get us there. There's a lot of outdated stuff in the spirits industry. So I think people are yeah. responding well to a different approach cool um well this is uh an outdoor podcast um i hate the outdoors <laughs> <laughs> so on brand <laughs> I um, hate but, and so we we just like to get a, a ton of perspectives on being an outdoors not only you're the first female but you're also the first uh parent on I, our podcast <laughs> um, as a guest yeah yeah that's definitely true yeah I'm real quickly thinking back. Yeah. I mean, as far as they know. Yeah. Colin. Colin, maybe. Eh. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I kind of wanted uh, the topic of conversation to be um, just raising a, a child in the outdoor mindset. I mean, it's pretty. In an indoor world. It, it, yeah. I read that book. Not, not to steal that from. Yeah. Old Ranella. Ranella. No free advertising. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't think he needs it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it but it is something that I feel like is slowing down, maybe. Um, maybe that's just a pessimistic <laughs> way to look at it. But um, it is rare these days to find uh, parents who care about uh, 
their kids being in touch with with nature and stuff yeah. so it um, has to be intentional that's for sure mm-hmm. um you know it was something it was so ingrained in my husband and i that it was like just kind of natural that that's how we wanted to raise her mm-hmm. um but even like i grew up outside i i think the first time i went deer hunting i was in like second grade probably not even safe um <laughs> But we were like a different kind of outdoorsy family than we are. We were like suburban, Houston, lots of sports, like lake people outside. So it's a different, I don't know, different experience, I think. I was still outside, but in a very different way than we're trying to raise Charlie to be in. But that was like just the norm. Like it wasn't, you weren't going against any kind of grain. Right. Back then it was like streetlights were the rule. Like nobody was inside. Yeah. Um, and now you have to like make it a point. And I think the hardest part for me is that like, if you don't have a circle of friends with like-minded parenting strategies, it's almost impossible because kids are little sponges and they just like want to do what their friends are doing. Oh, and yeah. we have, oh, yeah. that's why we moved here is to have access to the outdoors and to be by the river and to be by family and to live on a bigger patch of land than we could in Austin. Um, but she's still getting access to things a lot earlier because we're intentional about it than I did. Like we are very intentional about going on a camping trip at least once or twice a mm. month, which is hard because <laughs> booze works on the weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're always at the river. We have a huge garden that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. We, you That's know, we awesome. take her to the dearlies. She's like the worst helper in the world, but she's <laughs> always like yeah. covered in feed and corn and, yeah. you know, just being outside. But that's how our friends parent too. So like, yeah. I think, more than anything, it's establishing a network of people who do it the same as you. And then it just feels like what you're all doing. Yeah. Does she um, show interest in it? Because if you guys show interest in it, um, probably. I'm like, I think we're a product of how we're raised. I feel like totally. If I wouldn't have had access to it earlier, maybe I wouldn't have been interested in it. Um, yeah. But like kids have very innate personalities. And I think there's only so much you can do to pull them. <laughs> like, she's naturally, like, just kind of apprehensive. Mm. Um, she's kind of a little scaredy cat. But, like, I feel like this is, like, putting her outside and in situations like that is healthy for her to, like, develop that personality. So it's, like, yeah. no matter how much – I think we think everybody's, like, a product of their environment. But it's a twofold, yeah. I think, equation. Um, so, so advice for, for somebody who's – or a parent who – is interested in getting their kids to do that would be to be intentional about it yeah and like i think we overthink things a lot like outside is outside which is something when i first read outside kids in inside world i was like this all seems like kind of basic like he was talking to parents in like apartments in the middle of big downtowns like it felt like it doesn't have to be a huge camping trip it doesn't have to like be the coolest gear they don't have to be on the patagonia kids instagram like for it to be like just let him be dirty, exploratory little kids. So like, I think as much as I love premium CPG, like, and like aspirational Instagram stuff, it doesn't have to look like that. As long as their fingers are in the dirt and they know that that's okay to be that way. And when they get home from school, if you can't take them out of school, like I work full time, she's gotta go sit at a desk for the majority of her day. Um, But as long as she's home, we're walking or in the garden or doing something outside mm-hmm. i think people tend to like overcomplicate it into something more grand than it is when it's really not that yeah that is the tough part you mentioned it like just seeing things on social media and you just can't help but compare right so somebody new to getting in outdoors or a parent trying to uh trying to compare themselves to other parents who are 
yeah are climbing things with their kids and doing all these crazy yeah we're not going to national parks right, right here right, on the right. weekends like yeah, yeah. we got to be able to get there by dark yeah, exactly. <laughs> and home on sundays so yeah. they're not anything you know, where do you crazy, like to take your kids we bought a 1974 airstream when i was like 100 years pregnant with charlie it was totally impulse and i was oh, like i'm yes. never in another i'm like once this kid comes out i'm not going to be able to drive to belton and buy some crappy old camper so we drove up there and bought it and said we were going to like <laughs> do redo everything. And get, we've never done that. It still smells like 1974. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Um, but so we try. Cool, yeah, we're not super confident. It'll make it more than like seven or eight hours. Yeah. Um, so we tend to stay in the, the hill country. But cool. we love going to Lano and Fredericksburg and yeah. Blanco. Yeah. Uh, has she got into fly fishing yet? <laughs> I tried. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. not the most coordinated. Yeah. Um, she's not going to be our like athlete, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working yeah, on it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, she comes to work with me, so she ran around trout fest, and there you go, there you go. I always fly fish around her. You know, it's never productive when there there's go. like <laughs> rain boots stomping three feet from you. Um, but yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, she's been I, exposed. So. I, uh, I'm the odd one out in this room, sort of, with being the one who hasn't experienced raising a child. Um, so. uh, mine's not out yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's still cooking. <laughs> yeah, but... It's exciting. Yeah. You're still, still zero. And you're still, still zero experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Boy, it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of experience quick, though. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. are you looking forward to? to um, probably, probably the outdoor... Yeah. taking advantage of that youth tag that we get in texas you know oh, yeah. you know <laughs> 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 uh, oliver will be shooting his first deer oliver uh, uh-huh pretty Ayo. pretty quick <laughs> we have a that. name pretty now. quick Podcast. yeah he's gonna be uh, yeah. does your wife know? breaking news <laughs> have we already announced this, this can't stuff. yeah hopefully this doesn't release till after <laughs> late december <laughs> Yeah. He's like reeling it in. Yeah, honey, you're gonna have to tune into all packed up. <laughs> hurry, to hurry. Hear that. <laughs> yeah. No, when is I, the due date? December 27th. Ooh, mine's the 29th. Come on. Charlie's is the 12th. All right. December birthdays. Man, Christmas babies. Christmas sorry. babies. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. I feel sorry guys. for those kids. You know, I have a like, Christmas baby. He's fine. You know, I think we're gonna celebrate half birthdays. Oh my gosh, we Summer. said we were gonna do that next year. I was like, we're gonna summers, you know, parties. go to the beach. None of their friends are gonna be here over no. Christmas, you know. So I always had to eat like dinner with my family. So. Yeah, you know, that's like, that's fun. Here's your present right? for birthday probably, and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to be the. You get a birthday present and you get a Christmas <laughs> present. Parent, not a builds character. <laughs> not a here's your birthday Christmas present. That's you know. Right. So. I say just say that their birthday is July. They don't. I was thinking. I've about, never looked oh at my, my birthday gosh. in my life. We were thinking about lying. Yeah. You know, just like summer birthdays are way more fun, dude. You'll find out when you're like 18. Yeah. yeah. But maybe. Yeah, like maybe. if you're lucky, yeah. like yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no way to segue it back into this, but uh, <laughs> I, I do want to read uh, a pass, uh, just a real quick thing from outside kids and inside world. No free advertising. <laughs> Um, this is oh. a Renella book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's called "Raising Outside Raising Kids, outside outside kids in, in an Inside World." world. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I pre-ordered um, it. There you go. <laughs> like if, if if hordes of people were allowed to trample everything in Yellowstone, the magic of the place would be diminished. But kids don't necessarily enjoy that level of insight, and I can't help but wonder about the sense of displacement and alienation that we create in our children by cordoning them off from nature. Uh, if, if their only exposure to nature is in places where 
protective barriers are necessary? How can we expect our kids to feel connected to the natural world? If we want our kids to feel true and pragmatic sense of stewardship for the environment, we need to let them relate to it as a peer, as something that they're entwined with through symbiotic connections. Um, does that spark any uh, conversation? Um, yeah, I think we. it just goes back to like putting it on that that pedestal. Like it's not always a national park thing. Yeah. She probably wouldn't even say that she's an outdoorsy kid. Like she doesn't yeah. know any yeah. different. Yeah. Like think like that. Yeah. yeah. Kids don't think like that. Um, yeah. I didn't think like that growing up. I didn't know I was different from my friends. I had like my little gaggle that we all enjoy the same things and I just thought it was normal. Mm. Um, but I think the fact that like so much of her routine is outside just makes it less of a precious that's very thing. Good, very yeah good it doesn't have to be like some planned out thing yeah in fact if it's not planned out i feel like they get to be so creative with what they do like yeah with sticks and rocks if i'm sure like she mud, but that makes their heart so happy mm-hmm. it's definitely not protected yeah you had said that you just see your right. pick vegetables in my garden oh, God. i'm like that's no. great <laughs> <laughs> like rips the whole plant down. i'm like this yeah. is fine this is good you're learning this is good this is good what are y'all growing oh uh, yeah <laughs> We have a lot. Okay. We've got arugula and chard and a huge bed of herbs and okra and beans and Sweet. more tomatoes than you can count. That's awesome. Squash, eggplant, spaghetti squash. We grew pumpkins for Halloween this year. So fun. Oh, that's, so that's cool. Fun. Sweet. Um, grew pumpkins. Educate me, somebody. Pumpkins in grow. Uh, pumpkin yeah, on the ground, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you, it they takes grow. months. So yeah, like, we okay, planted them in like early July. Okay. And then got to... It's the big orange things. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we grow, like, little, like, Gosh. pie pumpkins. Um, Do they, like, bounce it? <laughs> you use a basketball. Throw it yeah. in the yeah. basket. That was a bad, bad joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so she, like, tries to help me weed, but ends up uprooting yeah. a lot of... But that's fine. That's, she's learning. Yeah, yeah, but how else do you learn? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you don't just do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He likes to talk a lot about, um, like, zoos being like yeah not the real thing at all yeah mm. so um we talked about it today but we were um i don't even know if we can say this but we were releasing <laughs> uh quail yeah. farm grown quail yeah back in, into the wild mm-hmm. and i'm like i just don't really give them any credit like they're gonna die I and know. they don't really know what they're doing <laughs> there's a ton even... of quail on our game camera at our really? I was like, why are you here? That's awesome. That's interesting. Why are you here? Like, who put you here? That's actually <laughs> like, really cool to hear. Where? I yeah. Am. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of, I mean, I'm no, I'm no like bird or upland hunter. No. Yeah. But a lot of those, a lot of hunts, I think, especially in central Texas are all caged. Mm-hmm. So whether it's pheasant or yeah. quail. That's what they do or, Spokala. You know, it's, it's just, it's not wild, right? Because yeah. yeah. we just don't have the. The populations, but yeah. just I guess we just bring them in. I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't do it. So yeah. But yeah, you you <laughs> you think that you might be doing something good, letting them go, but you're like, if you it's think about it, <laughs> no they have no experience. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're still animals. Setting them to fail. They're still yeah. animals, but he goes. Who uh, knows? I'm no uh, bird scientist. I don't know anything. Matt from Spokala. I was talking to him about it. And he goes, "Well, if, what's the guy from Jurassic Parks?" Who's a scientist, Jurassic Park? Oh, Africa. oh I forget his name, but he's like, his, You're going to make uh, me IMDb. I know, I know. Because if, <laughs> if um, whoever from Jurassic Park has anything to say about it, he says that life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> They're also taking dinosaur DNA out of 
whatever. It's also a movie. It's interesting, uh, though. Yeah. yeah. I never had access to that kind of stuff growing up. Yeah. We were like, it wasn't until I started working at Yeti that I was like, whoa, I know nothing about hunting. <laughs> like, I've been right. doing it since I was yeah. a small child. But, like, this little Texan lane yeah. is so different. The, yeah, there's so, much, so many different. I was like shunned they're mm. like you shoot deer under a feeder while it eats and I'm like, <laughs> that's all i know it's like yeah yeah I, and i had no idea like my dad didn't bow hunt we sat in a rickety old tripod and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's what yeah. i grew up doing and like now i feel like i'm more educated on the matter and i'm interested in doing some other formats but like Animals, I'm so grateful yeah. to have like sat in that rusty old yeah. tripod yeah, start for sure yeah you know everybody has to sit in water and Wear hand-me-down coveralls that probably came from Walmart <laughs> yeah. in the eighties. Yep, yep. That's you know a, that's a great perspective too. The thing is, you leave Texas, other people don't have that. Right. I was like, I didn't have all. access to any public land. I had an uncle who lived in New Braunfels. Yeah. <laughs> he had three feeders, and yeah, yeah. There was no management program. You know, it was does and eight or better, and I always miscounted and always got right. sevens. And he was always like, "This is great. This is awesome." Right. And we uh, make sausage and call it a day. But that I think that translates like to the the childhood like philosophy thing yeah it's like now it just feels like there's so much pressure to yeah very true when it's not that complicated uh i mean i think it's montana i could be totally wrong but i think it's montana they're trying to get rid of uh game cameras because of, yeah i read that because of fair chase mm -hmm. and i'm like have you been to texas man mm -hmm. like we're feeding these things you can't chase anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's called trespassing feeding in our things from our hands <laughs> <laughs> talked a little bit about how you grew up and your parents were kind of raised you this way but i'm always going to ask about that and, and yeah. how um influential your parents were to getting you outdoors um it's, it's been very interesting to hear people's perspective on that on that on growing up you know guys like colin didn't weren't introduced to it till way way yeah early, so um, um i think my dad is a dad of two girls so I think there was a lot of like assumed per like perceptions that we just wouldn't be interested. So yeah. it took us like, hey, <laughs> our boy cousins always get to go do these things. We want to spend time with you just because we're yeah. like, you don't have any boys. You got to take somebody. Yeah. Right. Um, so he grew up on ranches and a huge outdoorsman. And then, you know, he got into corporate world and had kids and he started putting on a three piece suit. And I think it like fell to the wayside I think and how he lived and then it was like when we were like how come <laughs> they get to go and we don't that he was like I haven't hunted in eight years because yeah. life got crazy and he was yeah. like you want to come with me and then it turned into routine um he was not an angler <laughs> so I didn't get any like fishy experience from my dad but he was um a waterfowl hunter and a, and a deer hunter cool. so we uh hunted with him a ton he was an ex-coach uh, he coached football and baseball, so he was, like, about a obnoxious, like, yeah. Texan dad as they came. So we <laughs> played lots of sports. Um, and then in college, I honestly – I'm trying to remember why I asked him to go, but I started getting interested in fly fishing when I was in college. I'm sure it was a boy. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm sure it – I don't remember. My, my memories, like, blocked it out. Yeah. <clears throat> but I went to school in Abilene, and there was, yeah. <laughs> there was no fly fishing to be had. Um, so I asked my dad if he'd be interested in learning and I signed us up for, um, like a casting clinic at Bass Pro Shops in Katy where I grew up. It was like brand new. It was like wow. the thing back then. Katie Mills Mall yeah. was like made that town 
like put into it on the map. Houston, yeah. basically. Bass Pro wasn't <clears throat> new to that area. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So we like walk in on a Saturday morning, and it's like 15 dads. And they're like 10-year-old sons. And then my dad and his like 19-year-old <laughs> college daughter. Who signed him up. Cassie, who made him go. Trying to impress Because she liked a boy yeah, yeah, in yeah. college yeah, that yeah. liked to fly fish. Uh, I don't yeah. remember his name or anything, but I just like kept going. And um, I've taken my dad a few times, but he hasn't like made Man, it a thing. That guy's got to know. Yeah, I know. I, like, I couldn't yeah. even pull his name out of a... But, you know. You call him up and you're like... I have, I have no idea. I'm sure that's why. That's why. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't dove hunt until college either. When I told my dad, I was like, why would you ever take me? So it was like always us asking him to cool. take us, uh, yeah. which is fine because now we do it together yeah. every season. And but he did. We've like pulled him back into yeah. it. So it kind of came full circle. But yeah. a lot of that's why I'm like, I want Charlie to see these things. She's only three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, she hasn't seen enough. She hasn't done enough. And yeah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> yeah. You know. She can't pick a tomato. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, we'll take her dove hunting and she'll help. The other day, she's like, yeah, (laughs) she's super into it. And, you know, she's not like intimidated by it. And um, she sees the process. We're always, we're, (laughs) I'm like a hundred years old. I love canning. Shane loves like processing his own meat. So our kitchen's always like gardening, canning. She's always, you know, quote unquote, helping with that stuff. But that's great skills to look, to see and then learn though. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like she can pass that down too. It's like every year after 30, like you. my like doomsday prepper vibes just like <laughs> yes. go higher and higher. Yeah. I've always kind of wanted dead. to be a doomsday prepper. Those I'm like, we don't really need to do all this, but yeah. just in case. It can come yeah. in handy. But it wastes our time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keeps us busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a way to not be a weirdo about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say that. The TV's off. You're doing that. Just not be a weirdo about it. That's great. true. That's true almost everywhere in life. Yeah. yeah. There's a way to not be a Yeah, there's a life lesson in that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Write that one down. Uh, Haley, but yeah. Haley, what have, what have, I mean, your kids are a little older than three, right? Almost three, almost five. <gasps> oh. Okay. So. Yeah, littles too. Uh, we, do. we should have a drink sometime. Yeah. My brain doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> I'll just bonded. I know. It's like a connection. Yeah. <laughs> we should leave. Should we just leave? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we have the room? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what has kind of your experience been with, with, cause y'all hunt all the time and, um, yeah, I mean, um, definitely what you were saying about being intentional about it struck a chord with me yeah, because yeah. I need to even be better at that. It's just sometimes so much easier not to, but, um, and I can tell that that mentality has kind of soaked into my kids because, my daughter will freak out if her hands are dirty, you know, yeah. or something. But some of that, like I said, so I think I think some of that personality stuff is just like, yeah, how God made them. Like true. you can help them, very not true. to worry about the dirt on the hands, but, but some they of that feed off of. I can yeah. tell they feed off of me. So if I'm cool about it, they're cool about yeah. it. And if I'm not, and sometimes I'm not because sometimes we have to be somewhere right. and they have to look presentable, and so okay. it's hard for them to flip back and forth between the two. But yeah, um, we definitely try to get our kids outside as much as possible. They've been bird dog for us. Yeah, <laughs> this season for sure. Which is nice. Oh, that's um, what they're here for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We've been waiting our whole lives for this. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah. the we were the bird dog yeah. exactly. not too long ago. You're like, let me teach you a little something about yeah. fetching birds, son. Yeah. We bought our son a BB gun. Uh oh. Nice. And the five year old, not the three. The five year old. And he <laughs> like, looks at it every day. He wants to do it so bad. We've tried a few times, but she's not quite there yet. So. You he hadn't shot it yet. 
I mean, we just are laying down the ground rules first okay, about safety Taking and stuff. Slow. And he's not quite, he's not ready to go slow with it. So we're like, okay, <laughs> we're going to put this back. We'll try in a few months. Boys and girls are different. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, my brother and I used to, uh, shoot each other with exactly that's what i don't want to happen yeah my husband's got a few like in his leg still (laughs) Still. Mm -hmm. my dad has a glass eye oh my goodness we're like yes we're so nostalgic about how we grew up and then we're like we got yeah i i I have i know stories of like my parent or my dad they used to like have little fights with bb guns Yeah. yeah like and roman candles not your little airsoft (laughs) not your airsoft like little pansy plastic I'm bead. talking drawn Red blood. Rider. Yeah, they are drawing <laughs> blood with those copper, copper head mm-hmm. yeah. BBs, man. We're trying to convince people to go outside, guys. I know. It's really <laughs> fun. <laughs> no, all good fun, though. It's all innocent. Well, uh, what's, what's new for, what's coming up for shameless plug time? What's new for all hands coming up? Oh, my goodness. Um, anything fun um, and exciting that you can share with the public? Yeah. Uh... I think in like when I came on board in January, our goal is to expand to like three states in 2022. Sweet. And I think it's going to be like eight to ten by the end of the year. Dang. So our expansion roadmap goal, is yeah. going a little faster um, than we anticipated, awesome. which is great. You know, we're uh-huh. all crazy busy and um, you know trying to figure it out. But we've launched so far: Oklahoma and Tennessee, Florida's next week. Georgia's coming online, a handful of others before the end of the year. So it's exciting. We're really grateful to see so much success. You know, I think in our last data pool, we're the fourth fastest and like best selling vodka RTD in Texas already. Wow. And like you look wow. at all the brands that are around us, and it's like they're all portfolio brands. They're all owned by ABN Bev or Molson Coors or, you know, some constellation, some big brand who's like just yeah. pumping money into it. And we're like just to make us feel warm and fuzzy we're like let's just go see what these brands are like spending in marketing yeah and there's one of them was spending 12 million dollars a year just in influencer marketing i'm not even gonna tell you what my sales and marketing budget was for the year but it was not that and you know i'm just like we are doing so much with so much less we have like the little scrappiest group of killers um that's the best and it's been really fun to like do better than some of these huge brands with little to no resources yeah that's got to speak to the authenticity of of you guys right i mean i hope so if i'm doing my job well right yeah is. but <laughs> some of these corporate heads you know it's, it's not always good enough yeah just for i mean but they don't care about being authentic i think that's you know when no. i was like talking about the spirits playbook versus like the premium mm-hmm. outdoor cpg playbook they care about consumption like the mm-hmm. the entire activity is the consumption of what they're selling, and we're saying that our product elevates what you're already doing. And these mm. are the things that we love to do. And they spend a whole bunch of money on like one poster child who says nothing about the brand. Like yeah. as much as I love me some George Strait, yeah, tells me nothing about <laughs> no. go to go tequila. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. I can't afford a George Strait, but I can afford a fleet of like ten. Yeah, really influential people in their hook and bullet circles that mm. authenticate what we're saying. And help us, you know, validate the word of mouth that we're trying to create. Yeah. So that way, like, when somebody sees an ad from us, it's because we know they're interested in fishing. And then if they see us on somebody's feed because it's an influencer marketing ploy, it's because it's somebody they already follow that's aspirational that does like to fish. So it's, like, never this, like, shot in a barrel, <laughs> yeah. you know, technique. We're trying to get as many different marketing touch points in the same 
core group of folks as we can and mm-hmm. i think it's working you all seem like it is <laughs> Seems to be. Seems like, yeah. i'm never bored so i think it's working well, there but. you go well thanks so much for coming on yeah uh, you, you guys um and you being here especially are always welcome back to hq i might come and squat HQ. yeah get tired of working do. from we my, have, uh, my guest room several yeah pull up a desk yeah. what do say? Yeah. Just, uh, come just on a day i don't have any calls yeah you'll fit right in part yeah. of the fam i'll do that uh, but for real thank you so much yeah thank y'all for having me